Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? Then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation. Good afternoon. Welcome to today's Strategic Insights Radio brought to you by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. is a full-service business consulting firm that provides business plan creation and review, marketing plans, marketing implementation, process automation, accounting services, and now business technology strategy consulting and implementation services. Today's co-hosts of Strategic Insights Radio are Senior Vice President of Business Strategy Technology, David Wilkins. David comes to Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. from a long and distinguished business and entrepreneurial career, working with companies such as Whitridge Associates, IBM, E&Y, PricewaterhouseCoopers, and among others. And Vlad Roos, CEO of and founder of Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Vlad Roos is a serial entrepreneur with four businesses ranging in age from two to seven years old, with revenues from $250,000 to over $6 million. Today's Strategic Insights Radio will discuss choosing the right technology for your business. Vlad? Thank you, and uh, welcome to the show. We're uh, talking today about how to choose the right technology for your business and what that process entails, some of the pitfalls to avoid, um, there's obviously a lot of technology out there. And when you're talking about technology, you can be talking in anything from laptops, smartphones, tablets, smartwatches, uh, GPS tracking, software like Office Suite products, such as uh, Microsoft Office, project management tools, uh, collaboration tools. I mean, the list goes on and on. And um, so we're going to be t- talking a little bit about you know, how to dig through that whole list of different technologies that, that your business can use and how to come up with a plan to make a determination on what's going to be the right technology for your business, when to implement it, how to implement and how to get the best return on investment for your technology. Yeah, it is. It is an incredible, incredibly complex process that we're going through now in terms of help with businesses trying to determine with all the technology out there, what is the right way to go. There is a there is a real well defined method to the process, if and it can be quite successful if followed. But I think that what we have found is you don't really start with the technology. You really have to start with the business. What are all the business processes? What is the what's the core objective that you're trying to achieve with the business functions that you're you're looking to try and. Uh, implement some sort of technology for, whether it's either new technology, something that's never been automated, or or in the case of uh, something that's been automated, may, say, many, many years ago, um, you know, how do you get it, get it up to speed to, with, uh, with something that's a lot more efficient, more productive, and provides uh, better business results? And I think before you even get to the technology point of view, when I was doing some research on this topic, um, one of the interesting concepts I came across was that 
sometimes technology is not necessarily even the answer. A lot of times you have to look at your business and your business process and operations. You don't want, you know, the last thing you want to do is uh, if you're automating a process in your business, the last thing you want to do is automate a bad process. Exactly. Exactly. And that in, in reality, that happens a lot because I think a, a lot of people have the misconception that technology just can solve all their problems. And and the reality is I have in, in the experience that I've had in working with with clients of, you know, from from small startups to Fortune 500 companies is in a variety of industries. But it all comes back to the uh, it's it's really a, a combination of, uh, if you will, the three-legged stool: people, processes, and technology. Technology is, as I said, it's only one third of that component. So, really understanding what, from a process perspective, do we understand as what is the right way to do the work, and do we have the right people doing the work? Do the people and and are the people properly trained in those processes? So that when you do decide to automate that process, you've got a well-defined and a value-add, if you will, process that uh, that that makes sense to automate. Yeah, exactly. And I think you know the concept there to remember is that in business and corporations in general have been talking about operational efficiency and you know having a business that's running lean and um, you know all those concepts were definitely around way before technology played such a huge part in business operations. Well, that's right. And, and, you know, the whole thing with, with business tech, uh, business systems, you know, as I was talking about in last week's show, you know, how it got, how it all started with, you know, the simple accounting programs and things, you know, those spreadsheets, things like that, things that are, were fairly easy and fairly repeatable um, and, and something that people, pretty much understood. And there were some pretty well-defined processes for those. You know, the accounting standards have been around for for, for many, many years. Doing spreadsheets, uh, people did the, the spreadsheets by hand for, for many, many years before they ever were, was automated. Uh, so, so a lot of that really was taking something that was very intuitive, very easy to replicate from an automation standpoint and, and implement it. Uh, Today, that's not so much the the case. There's a, a lot more sophistication of technology that's kind of almost build it and they will come um, expectation and trying to figure out as a business person, you know, exactly what is the right solution to, for, for automation. Exactly. And I think one of the issues that I've seen and I think not so an issue, but a, a pitfall is that you have all of this latest and greatest technology and software and things that you can use in your company and nobody stops and asks why uh you know why should you use it does it make sense and sometimes i even see businesses changing their operation changing from doing something successfully to uh you know to you know changing a process they, they, that they've thought out that they've tested and have been using successfully for a number of years uh, completely turning it on its head because they're trying to implement a new technology, which really is incompatible with what they're doing. Well, exactly. And I think that, uh, and the other aspect of that is that with a lot of package software, which obviously is a lot more of that today than there used to be, uh, 
you know, you, the idea is you take the package, implement it because it has the functionality that you're looking for. Um, with the, but the reality is probably the best package out there in that particular business area, whether it's accounting or CRM or whatever it happens to be, you know, if you get one that fits 80%, you know, you're doing great. But the reality is you're still going to have to do some customization in order to, again, make it fit to your to your business need. But it really goes back to understanding. And before you ever jump, start in, you know, down the path of, of either adopting new technology or replacing existing technologies, really understanding, again, what's the core business functions that need to be supported? How are, the, how are, are those f- core functions executing correctly? And that can be a challenge, especially if you've got some fun- software that's probably not working as well as it could. But going back and really understanding how do you operate as efficiently as possible and then start to make an, uh, go through a selection process. Yeah, and I think, I think that's important for any companies to have that selection process. And really, you know, the first question is, um, you know, what software technology is critical to the business? Also, being able to calculate an ROI on that uh, technology. You know, if you think about how well defined, for example, the HR hiring processes in most large businesses, uh, right? They have very detailed job description of what they need that person to do, uh, very detailed description of the kind of uh, requ- you know the requirements that person has to fulfill and uh, the kind of experience that they need to have. Somewhere they also have a, an ROI of okay, we're going to pay this person X amount of dollars per year. And this is the benefit that the company is going to get out of it. And I think that with technology, somehow that whole process gets sidestepped and, and companies don't think about what they're getting by using that technology or what benefit it's bringing or how to even calculate it. And I think a good parallel to that is, um, you, I mean, you, you see it all the time, companies using technology to increase the efficiency of employees. So instead of having to hire another accounting person, they automate some accounting process that can be automated in order to use the current staff that they have. I mean, if you look at uh, McDonald's right now, uh, they're implementing all these automatic fryers mm-hmm. and everything else, but they said that they're, you know, as far as the last press release that they put out, they said they're not getting rid of their employees. So they're basically repositioning those employees to actually provide customer service instead of just sitting there dunking fries and oil to uh, get the food ready. So, and I think that's the case for most businesses. You know, you, you're, you're running into a bottleneck somewhere when it comes to employees, for example, and you have an uh, option of hiring some another person to relieve that bottleneck or maybe implementing a new technology to increase the efficiency of that person. It's interesting because I've gone back and I looked at a lot of the business cases that were prepared for by organizations and, you know, to put together a new, new solution, whether it happens to be an HR system or whatever system it happens to be. Uh, I think accounting systems are probably, probably one of the most, uh, you know, provide the best example because again, you think about it, yeah, there's certain processes that are very easily automated. But what ends up happening is, and there's an expectation 
at the beginning, you say we'll be able to save X hundreds of thousands of dollars because of a reduced payroll uh, to in the, in the accounting department. But what ends up happening in many cases is because this new software has so many new features and functions that provides more data than the company ever had before that they actually don't realize the the uh, the headcount reduction they're looking for they may actually see an increase in headcount because now they've got more data to work with to analyze their business and leverage the data in, in in ways that they never could before that's essentially where this whole concept of of big data really came from is the you know you get more data now you're going to need more people and more technology to analyze it and i think one of the that's one of the side effects of implementing new technology um, because you do have you have you know two sides of when you're implementing technology, especially when you're talking about uh, comparing it to if you've got a reduction in uh, payroll. Um, the first one is if you automate, obviously that means that's less activity or you know less things that a human has to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you also have better tracking, and a lot of times that's. You know, and, and and better tracking is just a side effect now. I mean, if you're implementing a automation technology, you're going to get better tracking. It's just automatically built into, I think, every piece of software. It, everything gets tracked, and as um, as we're seeing with Google, you know, they're tracking everything you're move you're moving about, and uh, and that's the case with all the companies out there. And um, and that that side effect is also now you do have an increase in payroll because you have people out there that need to analyze the data if you want to get something useful out of it. But even that goes back to when you're implementing the technology, you know, is that other data relevant? Do you need somebody to go analyze the data? Is, is it going to be data that's going to even be used? A lot of times you see all of this data that's out there and none of it's ever used. So you have somebody analyzing it and collecting it and store it and it never gets used. There are many unintended consequences that can come out of implementing a new technical or, you know, automated solution, if you will. Um, and it, but really the way you, you try to minimize that by really going back to understanding what is the core business function and defining what are the key requirements that that function needs, that the, the, the system needs to support. So you go through a, a well-defined uh, really a requirements definition process and then using that as your criteria for going through and selecting the right technology to to meet that to meet those requirements and, and then it goes from there in terms of the design build and so forth but right if you don't start with that you're you're never gonna and I, and I think the the other important thing to keep in mind and I'm going to use some examples personally that I've had with my companies and uh, that I've seen is you have when you're tr- trying to select which technology to use. So for example, uh, a couple of years ago, initially when I started my transportation trucking company, we were using Excel to track everything. And I built an Excel model that you know was year long and basically every new year we'd copy it over and change the dates and continue using it. So, which worked fine, but it only worked up until we had, you know, a- about a, a dozen trucks and we were pushing it and uh and it was just the the manpower required to track everything using excel which obviously mm-hmm. is not doesn't really have a lot of automation 
just wasn't cutting it. So we looked at a whole bunch of so we knew where our our core need was. We needed better tracking, and we needed to do it uh, to do it a little bit faster, and to do it in a way that uh, we can tie it back into our accounting and and calculate our payroll. And so we went through the whole process and uh, spent a whole bunch of money to implement and get an, a, a, a software from one of the big providers. It, it did everything that we wanted it to do. The problem is that it did everything that we wanted it to do and about 100 times more things that we didn't want it to do with no capability of turning off the things that you didn't want it to do. Mm-hmm. So it was learning on what not to click as much as it was learning on what to click when you're working with the software, which, you know, and, and I was doing, we were trying to implement and we tried for about three, four months and I was running down, you know, we, we have highly, you know, in, in that position, the person that was going to be using it, turnover was about a year, year and a half, uh, sometimes even shorter than that. So we, we knew we were going to have high turnover in that position. It took me about 60 hours to learn how to use the software. So it would have taken out of my time about 40 hours to try to train somebody else how to use it. And it would have probably taken them at least 80 hours to learn how to use it properly. So, I mean, it, it just wasn't going to work. And it wasn't cutting down on the time. It was actually increasing the amount of time that we needed to track. I mean, it did a better, a better job of tracking, but it increased the human amount of time that somebody needed to go in and plug everything in because it was very rigid because it did everything. So in order for it to do everything, all of the data had to be inputted in the correct order, in the correct format. It was a lot of extra things that we just didn't need to do. So in the end, I mean, it was just, we wrote it off as a loss and couldn't, couldn't use it, didn't continue using it and ended up developing, having to develop a custom solution um, to automate and take care of the problem, which actually um, the custom solution that that we use, we're actually able to track our ROI because uh, we knew how, how many hours it took to, for example, run payroll every week. And we cut that time down, down about 80%. So we had a very good um, ROI determinant in, in that case. You know, and that, that, that does lead to an interesting point because I think a lot of people now make the assumption that there's a package out there for anything, or there's probably multiple packages that can help solve the problem. You know, it's just a question of picking the right one. But the reality is there's still a lot of situations out there, like the one you just pointed out, that a custom solution may in fact be the right the right way to go. And it's just understanding what is the underlying uh, technology, if you will, the, the you know, the the tools that you use to develop that solution really are probably the more de- uh, more critical determining factors then uh, going forward as opposed to then buying a particular package. Definitely. Now we're going to take a short break and we will be right back. Are you thinking about starting a business? Does your business need a loan or investors? Are you ready to grow and succeed? then you need to call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Call Sterling Rose Consulting Corp at 470-238-9097 for more information or to schedule your free business consultation.
And we're back uh, talking today about choosing the right technology for your business. And we're talking about while you're doing your search for which technology to use, you know, once you've determined what your need is, what your process that you're trying to improve is, and uh, that you've determined is the right process for your company, you come to the point of choosing a, a software package or, or choosing the technology that's going to be the right fit. And obviously, today, a lot of it is about software. Mm-hmm. Um, with most software being, you can you know easily deploy it across multiple systems. Uh, it, it's less about uh, physical technology, such you know such as infrastructure, and a lot more about the software. Calc- you know, and, and one thing that I wanted to one example that I like to use to uh, in in conjunction with the example that I just gave about uh, the dispatch transportation software that did everything problem is you couldn't turn any any of the other features off and you couldn't customize it at all one example that i think is is good to look at is also for example quickbooks if you look at quickbooks i mean they cater to from anywhere from a solopreneur to multi-billion dollar companies Mm -hmm. and they do that by offering a variety of different technology packages obviously you can if you go to quickbooks's website you can see all the different things that they offer. And obviously on the enterprise level, they do custom pricing, and a whole bunch of different things. But even on the small and, and mid-sized business level, one of the big things when you open up a new, if anybody's ever used QuickBooks, when you open up a new company, you go through their interview, you know, quote unquote interview process, which asks you, okay, what kind of business is it? Are you going to have inventory? Are you tracking time? Are you going to run payroll? Are you going to... So basically they eliminate the things that you don't need. So if you're not going to run payroll through QuickBooks, they don't put in all the payroll features. If you're not going to track inventory, if you're a service-based business, they're going to take that out. If you're, uh, if you're not doing, um, you know, if you're not tracking time, if you're not building for time, they're not going to put that feature in there. So you can go from having a very bare bones QuickBooks uh, software system set up to one that's very complicated. And it also gives you the option of of uh, uh, splitting it up, so you can have multiple people working on it multiple times at the enterprise level, each doing their own specific activity without having to worry about the rest of the software and what the rest of the software does. It uh, and QuickBooks is a, is a, is a good example, yes, because it does give you a lot of capabilities like that. But also, you know, it's interesting being a uh, the CPA and thinking back on all the different accounting systems I worked with over the years, um, you, one of the things that I found most challenging with QuickBooks, and I think you find that that that's probably one of the reasons why there are so many people out there who uh, have businesses on QuickBooks, QuickBook training, for example, is that QuickBooks provides you so many different ways to do a lot of the same functions, you know, to in terms of posting particular activities. There's multiple ways you can do it, uh, some easier than others and some probably more complete than others. There's a, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing because, yeah, you've got great technology that you can certainly customize it. But then there's a learning curve of how to effectively use it. And so that's that's where the, the people skills uh, then the training come in, uh, understanding exactly, again, going back to the processes. How do you really want to use it? How do you want all your transactions processed? How, do you gonna, how are you going to set it up so that if when you get to the point where, for example, if you need an audit, you know, that you've got the details, the documentation in place uh, in the system to ensure that uh, it's going to make that audit as, uh, as painless as possible. 
Yeah, exactly. And again, it comes down to, you know, instead of, I, I think a, a good analogy to draw is that HR process of hiring a new person. I think a lot of businesses need to have something similar for to, for hiring new technology. Mm-hmm. Um, and, th- and that comes down to, okay, what's, what's the business need, right? That's typically when a company is thinking about hiring a person, what function are they going to fill? What's the business need there? Uh, what processes do you need them to do? And then what's the expectation in the end for the business? Uh, and I think that goes back to uh, technology the same way goes the same way for, for uh, people and hiring um, in the HR department to figure out what's the best use of company's resources. And um, one thing I wanted to get into a little bit more also is when you're gotten again through all those stages and you've come up, let's say you've decided that um, out of the box software maybe is the right solution, maybe is not. Uh, or maybe you're trying to build something custom or, or you're using an out-of-box solution that you could customize and automate. I wanted to get it also and tying it back into what we talked about initially about the operations of the business and the processes to make sure that you're not automating a bad process. One thing that I always, when I'm building a custom applications for clients, one thing that I always work with them, and I think that sometimes can be the most challenging thing for somebody is to take their business process and express it in a, a logical uh, sort of uh, step-by-step approach. Exactly. Yeah. To, okay, what exactly are you doing? What are you trying to automate? And I think that's also an important thing to to think about in business in general, because a lot of people don't understand their business process. And I think going through that process of coming up with a logical explanation of, okay, this person does this. If, they get this result, then they end up doing this thing. So kind of explaining the if-else kind of uh, style of uh, programming, if uh, you can say. And um, I think a lot of times that becomes a very big learning moment for businesses as well to be able to understand that, okay, this is how our business operates. One of the key questions I always ask, and it's probably one of the more uncomfortable for a lot of people to answer is why. I think that's probably the single most used question that I have is why do you do it this way? Or why is it set up this surprisingly many times the answer is, well, we've been doing it this way for 15, 20 years, you know, fill in the number Uh, and and nobody's ever gone back to think about it. And they've just been doing that way and says, well, you know, a lot of things have changed in over the last few years in terms of, of how you do work and how, and what's, what's your workflow? How does, how does, the, the actual steps, you know, in the HR process, from for example, from the identification need of a job to the posting of the job to the defining of the, the job description and, you know, going through that whole process usually passes many different people in the HR department and having a good workflow, for example. You know, how do you, how do you get there? Why do you do it this way? When they start to think about it, then they start realizing, yeah, maybe this isn't the most effic- effective and efficient way to do it, and st- that starts it starts opening up the uh, their eyes to looking at doing things differently and yeah. being more efficient. And I think that's a question that a lot of times uh, business owners and business managers need to ask themselves: is is why? And that goes to you know why do you need a, the new technology or or you know, why you're doing things a certain way. And I think one example, uh, every time that I walk 
into Best Buy. And I, I used to work at Best Buy in high school. If you still walk into Best Buy today, they're using the same computers for the POS system and the same printers that they used when I used to work there. And from when I used to work there, they were already archaic. And they were probably the same things that they were using you know, for the last 15 years before I used to work there. It's, I mean, these things look like they belong in the seventies. It's, it, it's just old screens, uh, you know, old computers. And, uh, but again, it comes down to a question of why, I mean, why, why do they need to be upgraded if they're working, you know, security is probably uh, as tight on those as any modern POS system, um, you know, printing out receipts. better because it doesn't have as many, uh, capabilities that, that you can hack into. Exactly. I mean, uh, um, so, you know, that's always the, the question of, you know, the, I think the first question is, you know, when you're implementing a new technology is asking why you need to implement a new technology instead of just implementing something because it's new. Right. You really always have to go back to having a sound business case because ultimately whenever you implement new technology or to make any change in business, you know, you really got to be able to understand what is the, what's the bottom line impact? How is it going to either increase your sales, improve your revenues, improve customer service, reduce costs, what, you know, whatever the, whatever the business objective is. And until you've got that well-defined and documented to a point where you, you will have measurable results that come out of it, what they may be intangible in many respects, but at least still measurable ultimately. If you don't start there, the chance of success goes down significantly. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's, you know, the, the most important takeaway is to remember that, you know, in the end, technology is just another tool for a business to use. And uh, you you hear a lot of times that you know a lot of these businesses are driven by technology, and uh, you know how technology is making them such great businesses. Um, and I think it's not that technology is making them great businesses; that their use of technology is making them great businesses. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, a lot of people look at that and they they read into it a little bit um, incorrectly and in assuming that hey, if we're going to be using this technology, and I think that's part of marketing too. I mean, if you Look at the marketing done by Salesforce and then by uh, HubSpot, CRM, and all of these. It's like, well, you get the software and it's going to solve all your sales problems. Exactly. And um, you know, and that's marketing for most technology and for most products, right? It, it's always marketed as this is going to solve all of your problems for you. Uh, and I think when it comes to business, a lot of people don't take it a step further to correctly implement it. And some companies are very good about getting into, you know, when you're purchasing the software, really pushing you toward hiring a consulting company to help you set it up or, uh, you know, having people that they, um, that have certain certifications like QuickBooks Pro Advisors uh, that they always recommend to make sure you get everything set up correctly. And I think a lot of the more established technology businesses have those resources and support systems to get somebody past the point. Okay. Now you're a client. Now let's keep you as a client versus great. We got you as a client and you're going to leave in two months because you can't figure out how to use our system and technology. Well, it's important to have the right people involved in the, in the implementation process and whether that's 
part of the a third party consultant or maybe they say the, the consulting group that may be part of that uh, vendor's organization. But what's always key in that process is really to really understand and how to manage that vendor relationship. And I think that's where a lot of times uh, companies do fall short because they then rely too much on the vendor or the consultant to make the decisions for them and kind of abdicate some of that uh, that responsibility and, and again end up falling short because they've kind of let themselves get out of the uh, out of the day-to-day decision making process exactly and um so just to to in, in closing uh this is a topic that could go on for a long time. <laughs> it is. It is. And, and uh, you know, as far, obviously part of the services that Sterling Rose provides, we help with specific so- uh, software like Zoho uh, CRM and uh, Zoho Creator and QuickBooks, as well as uh, generally helping companies implement technology and choosing the right technology and, and figuring out the best way to use technology and to become successful as a business through the use of the right technology. Thank you, Strategic Insights Radio. Dave Wilkins and Vlad Ruse of Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. Strategic Insights Radio is sponsored by Sterling Rose Consulting Corp. For a free download of a white paper discussing how to choose the right technology options for your business, or to find out more information about Sterling Rose Consulting Corp., visit strategicinsightsradio.com. You can also call Vlad Ruse directly at 470-238-9097. Future downloads of this show are available on iTunes and SoundCloud.